From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is On Second Thought. I'm Virginia Prescott. This song, Daisy Bell, wasn't a hit in 1961, but it was a triumph. The singer, the IBM 7094, the largest, most expensive computer available at the time. And thanks to James Carmen, professor at the Agriculture School at the University of Georgia, UGA bought one in 1964. Not only could the computer sing, it helped put man on the moon. Bo Emerson is a reporter for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. He wrote about Carmen's critical contribution to the space race and joins us to talk about it. Welcome, Bo. Thank you, Virginia. Thanks for being here. Also with us by phone is Professor Carmen's daughter, Lee Carmen. She's joining us from WGA in Athens. Lee, thank you so much for being here. Good morning. I'm pleased to be here. So what did your father do at UGA? Uh, He was director of the Computer Center. In fact, he founded it in 1957, and prior to that, he was a professor in the School of Agriculture, and um, as his time as director of Computer Center, I don't remember now how long he was in that position, but then he moved up to an assistant to the university president, and he was also on the staff of the Board of Regents. But in 1964, when this computer was purchased, Bo, you write that he specialized in broiler chickens. What kind of work was he doing? Okay, well, that was part of his sort of statistical analysis, uh, and that might have been like earlier in his career, but he was, besides being in the School of Agriculture, he was interested in collecting and analyzing statistics, and uh, he figured that uh, he could use that computer to do that and a variety of other things as well. So how did a professor in the agriculture department talk the university into buying a computer? Lee, I imagine the computer must have been pretty expensive at the time. Um, I understand it was, yes. Um, I was quite young at the time, so I don't remember. I really don't know the, the specifics of it, but knowing my father, he was quite the visionary and passionate about computer technology and what it could bring to the University of Georgia, and I'm sure he shared that passion with others, and that's how they bought into acquiring the computer. He must have been pretty persuasive. Yes. So, Bo, describe the 7094 and what it could do and why. What was the interest of w- of UGA having it? Well, I think uh, James Carman was the interest in UGA having it, and uh, the 7094 was, if you uh, think about these room-sized computers, uh, I I got the specs on it, and they said, I think that this was 26,000 pounds of computer. Some parts of it had to be hung from the ceiling because the building that it was in didn't have enough floor space (laughs) for it. But at the same time, it it, it only had about 30 kilobytes of memory, which is not as much as your dishwasher. Wow. And they paid $3 million for it back in the 60s today, about $25 million. How did NASA get involved with UGA and the computer bill? Well, the uh, one of the things that Carmen did was he figured a way to pay for the computer was to find other folks who might want to rent time on it. And uh, he did that very successfully. Apparently, he paid the thing off in a year. And uh, NASA was one of the customers, not just um, uh, from uh, Alabama, but also uh, the uh, lo- folks at Lockheed came down and used it to do some uh, numbers on, their, uh, on the engines for those Saturn V rockets. So that's how we was proposing to help pay it off to rent out space on the computer. Oh, and he did it so well. In fact, even after he'd paid it off, apparently he continued to make money on it until the IRS said, hey, you have to uh, stop uh, charging.
challenging to use this computer because it doesn't belong to you. Lee, do you think your dad knew when the university bought the computer how beneficial it would be and it would actually help NASA do the calculations to put humans on the moon? I I really don't know. I think he probably saw it just as a larger tool that anyone could use, and that was always his goal with computing and getting it started on the campus and ultimately the network in the state of Georgia was just making it accessible to people. Now, we should also note that there are several universities in Georgia that helped in the moon effort. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, the folks at Georgia Tech point out that they have graduated 14 astronauts from their program, including John Young, who walked on the moon. And I think he also uh, drove the rover around in an irresponsible, reckless way up there. (laughs) Well, we don't want to slight any other universities. But both the football coach at UGA also used the computer. How was it beneficial to the team? Uh, This is the uh, sort of the surprise element in this story to me. But um, uh, Vince Dooley uh, uh, tells me that one of his uh, assistants coaches somehow knew how to not only um, gather statistics on opponents, what they would do on fourth down, uh, on third and goal, what uh, whether they would pass or run, and they uh, figured out how to uh, input this info into the computer, get it out and in a, in a form that he could use. And somehow it helped him because he turned around a losing program into one that was winning for the next four years. So a number of human feats accomplished with the help <laughs> of the IBM 7094. Well, where's the, where is the 7094 now? Oh, this is a sad story. <laughs> oh, tell me. Uh, the, uh, it was as you know, already getting ready to be uh, uh, old by the time it was created. And uh, it sat around for a few years. They bought newer IBM computers, took up space, and finally they uh, essentially sort of decommissioned it. And then they took sealed bids. And I'm told that the bid uh, from the guy who finally carted it off was 10 bucks. And he <laughs> took it and he stripped all the gold out of the uh, the various uh, internal components and... Uh, and then threw the rest away. Oh, my goodness. Lee, did you ever go and visit this? You said you were very young, but did you yes. ever see it? Yes, I did. Um, I remember as a child, I used to go in Saturday mornings with my dad to the office. And one of my favorite things to do was sit at the key punch machine. He'd give me about a dozen cards to play on, and I just key punched them to death. And um, then I could go in the room and and look at the computer, and I just remember seeing the big cabinets everywhere and that it was loud and cold. (laughs) Were you one of the first kids to have a computer at home with your father being into computers and analytics? Oh, gosh, probably not. (laughs) I, I, I like technology, but in its place, and I was doing a lot of other things as a kid. So I'm wondering, you know, when you watched that moon launch as a child, or did your father have any memories of it? Did he think of it like that? Did he think that he had played a role in helping human beings take those steps on the moon? You know, I I have no memory of him talking about it, and that's kind of the person he he would have been. He he just quietly did these achievements. I should say, at least from what I heard. and um, But I do remember being glued to the TV watching it, and it was very much a family event to watch the moon landing. Mm. 
This is going to be a week where a lot of people think about where they were when the moon landing happened or, you know, where they first heard about it. I'm wondering, Bo, do you have memories of that time? Oh, I do. I was uh, uh, sleeping over at a, at a cousin's house and uh, they I guess they woke us all up. I was rather young, and and brought us downstairs to look at a very small black and white uh, TV, and uh, it looked like more interference patterns than than uh, an image. But I, uh, I did have a sense of what was going on. What a, what a forethought that your father had, Lee. I want to thank you so much for speaking with us. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. And Bo Emerson, also, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks, Virginia. Bo Emerson wrote about James Carmen's critical contribution to the space race for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution by persuading the University of Georgia to invest what would be like $25 million today in a huge computer. And Professor Carmen's daughter, Lee Carmen, is, was also with us. Now, let us know where you were or what you remember about the moon landing. Our Facebook group is GPB Radio's On Second Thought. We're on Twitter at OST Talk. You can email us at onsecondthought at gpb.org or leave us a message, 404-500-9457.